0: Hey, what's going on, homies, players, pimps, pimpets. This Keep Up. It's still insane. I'd like to tell you uh, this is a new show. And we're going to get going. And <laughs> we're going to move on from the show Words Mean Things. I don't know if you were ever a fan of that show. I don't know if you ever got a chance to, to keep up with that. It was on the CWF Network. It was a really fun time, working with Mush and Ali D. They, uh, they run a program called... It's a flagship, it's called Conversations with Friends. That's why it's called the CWF Network, that acronym. Uh, yeah, we just, you know, we decided to move on. And, uh, now I'm here. Now I've got a new website, they've got a new website. They're doing well, so if you ever, like, going on SoundCloud, uh, you ever want to give them a listen? Give me a listen too. That'd be nice. You've got to you know, show big ups to the people that you come from. Um, like I said, man, it was good. It was a good time. Good time. But now I have my own show, very own show, independent. It's called Keep Up. Put a little fire emblem on that motherfucker. Um, it's uh, it's pretty much like comedy news. It's not satire. I am not really in the, uh, in the business of giving you fake news, I know that's, like, a, a term we're all a little sick of lately, a little state-sponsored bullshit, but, uh, no, I just, uh, I tell you real news, but I just give you comedy with it, that's all, I just try to, like, be lighthearted about it, I try to, uh, give an introspect, like I said, um, I'm not doing words mean things anymore, but, like, you know, I'm always gonna make fun of, you know, funny things people are saying in the news, and, in my everyday life so like you'll hear that kind of incorporated into the show uh yeah basically anything viral anything like in today's papers uh, I can't believe I said papers a little outdated anything you see like going on in mainstream media you know like people are a little afraid of that word but no basically what we're you know have access to and if you don't If you don't, I'm going to bring it to your fucking attention. Because you need to keep up. So, let me explain the format of the show. I give myself up to five minutes for each topic. And each topic is going to be segued with a what the fuck. A WTF for those millennials out there. You know, I love the millennials, as you can see from uh, the past. But um, anyway, so I have what the fuck did I just watch. What the fuck did I just hear? What the fuck did I just see? What the fuck did I just say? And uh, you'll get little guest appearances here and there that will help me out with introducing each topic. And uh, it's pretty prevalent to what people are doing. I am on the pulse of all those type of things. I'm not a self-proclaimed genius. I'm not a stable, you know, like, nah, I'm joking um yeah I'm gonna try to stay away from that I know that like uh presidencies you know everybody's gonna not like the person that's in office and shit like that I definitely don't but I don't want that to be the dominant issue of my show ever I don't want anything to be the dominant issue I have a variety program so let's get fucking to it so once again what the hell did I oh no 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 what the fuck what the fuck did I just watch what the fuck did I just hear what the fuck did I just see And what the fuck did I just say? To be honest, it's more of what other people are saying. It's what the fuck did you just say? Or what the fuck? You'll you'll get it. You'll get it. You'll get the flow of my show. I hope you do. Because it's going to be better. It's going to be better each time. I'm going to find different production ways to make it more credible. Uh, If you just follow this journey, I guarantee you, you're going to be loving it. Keep Up is going to be a program We're all going to be fucking proud of God damn it I love it I love it I love uh, being creative And I love being around creative people So if you love that If you love being a global citizen Like I am Making fun of the world Absorbing everything that this world Has to offer Showing you raw truth And showing you how silly this fucking world is. And how... crazy my life gets tangled up in with it. So let's do it. Let's put it all together and see what we fucking got. What the fuck did I just watch? Now... I don't know if anybody's watched Twin Peaks before. It is a show that came out in 1989. I believe it was on ABC Network. Which is weird because it got picked up by Showtime and that's a Viacom station. So you know, the rights to a uh a David Lynch movie. David Lynch is a very, very good director. He was one of the writers from Holland Drive. Uh not if anybody know if it's a film file out there, but again, he's a very, very good uh director. So we have we have a little uh twin peaks right here albert listen if you come up from lewis fork i can recommend a place for lunch the lamp lighter Inn. they got a cherry pie there that'll kill you that was kyle mclaughlin he was playing dale cooper once again uh it was very weird very weird show it started off Like, Fargo, like, small town murderer, Laura Palmer, she gets murdered. She's this blonde hoe that, like, just goes around fucking everybody and, and doing mad drugs. So the, the town is enamored by her, and all the while, when she gets killed, it just, it just twists up the whole town. Now, near the end of the second season, I'm not gonna, like, spoil too much for you, but it gets, like, paranormal and shit like that and, um, different spiritual things are going on and so it leaves you hanging like that, it leaves you hanging for like 25 years so I didn't watch it, obviously, in 1989, I was three years old I was watching other fucked up things, just not that and, uh, so this uh, show comes back 25 years later I read articles that Kyle McLaughlin did not want to get typecast, so he was very minimally Um, in the movie, which did not do very well. It was, all all this is pretty much cult following, this, uh, this program. So that's why I'm bringing it to you to keep up. For you to firewalk with me. That's the title of the 1992 movie David Lynch brought out for us to get mind fucked even more. Yeah, the show is a complete mindfuck. I'm not even going to kid you. It goes all over the place. And so if you're interested in stuff like that, if you're interested in being lost, or like The Leftovers, the Leftovers was such a bomb show. It was so good. But it definitely could have left you hanging. Twin Peaks leaves you hanging a little bit. I will not lie. It does not give you the American version of a show where it, uh, it ties up all the loose ends. That's not one of those type of shows. So if you're not into that, if you're into... You know, weird cinema, uh, cinematography. Um, oh, one of the things they do that could get a little annoying, but they do it in subtitles, is... They do, like, the the albums in reverse. You know, those those old freaking uh, metal albums that they tell you to listen in reverse. And they, yeah, so that got a little annoying. But he was in a dream. So when you're in a dream, you're not really supposed to... Yeah, everything's supposed to be distorted. So if you're into Mulholland Drive, if you're into very weird, avant-garde type of filmmaking, kind of like Breaking Bad, where it alludes to a bigger picture, that's what Twin Peaks is. If you have ever seen Sex and the City, and you know Charlotte's husband, that is Kyle McLaughlin. If you know the mayor of Portland, from Portlandia, Portlandia, that is him as well. Like I said, he did not want to be typecast, so, he stuck to, uh, he definitely did get typecasted anyway, but he definitely, this this is definitely a a benchmark uh, role for him. So, go watch Twin Peaks. Watch Twin Peaks from 1990. Go watch Twin Peaks the movie Fire Walk With Me from 1992. And now, Twin Peaks The Return, that's on Showtime. You can stream it anywhere you want. Go watch that shit. Ooh girl! What the fuck did I just hear? Uh, let me tell you about this woman, Cardi B. I don't have to tell you nothing, actually. She tells it all for us. Uh, I remember my, my my homeboy, Devin. He's my best friend. The best Guyanese guy you can know. And uh, he loves ratchet shit. But so does my family. My family, they love love loving hip-hop, Remy Ma, all that. I mean, I love Remy Ma as a rapper. I don't give a shit what she does in reality TV. that's just me. I'm not a big fan of reality TV. I'm not even a fan of viral programming, even though I'm pretty much a part of it. So Cardi B, when my friend brought me to uh, to her Instagram, she was associated with this guy named the Loopy Blogger. Now these guys are from, I believe they're from both from the Bronx, and they would do these videos and, and she would get promoted with him and basically she was on the side of him, she wasn't really the main course yet, and she had like around 4,000 followers when Devin brought me to her, and I was like why are you bringing me this chick with these fucked up ass teeth, I don't give a shit about her, she's some stripper, what the fuck, so I'm not gonna lie, guilty pleasure, late at night, i will be watching her videos I'd be like, damn, they are really funny, she came at everybody that would be in her comment thread, she was very active on her Instagram, and it paid off it really paid off, because now I believe she has over 4 million followers so I was watching this video, finesse, with one of my favorite artists, I love Bruno Mars by the way, you heard it here first I think he's gonna get album of the year, 24 karat Magic is a sensational album. I really do think he's going to get the most awards. He's just really cool, man. He's Filipino and I believe uh, Puerto Rican and he's raised in Hawaii. Good story, man. Smokes mad butter. I heard. No, I'm joking. I'm not going to put that rumor out there. But you know, I, I, I assume everybody smokes bud. So I'm watching this video, Finesse, the remix. And it's dope. It's dope and it put it put me in my place it put me anytime that I used to stunt on this chick she's proven everybody wrong and I always told Devin like yo if she ever fixed her teeth that she would be an amazing and again I'm I'm just critiquing I'm nowhere on the stature where she's at right now she's booming and beaming and making money I won't be where she's at so it just it just breaks the stigma of strippers to be honest Oh, crazy! Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I tried out for this radio show, and it was supposed to be uh, Young Fly Entertainment, something like that. And uh, one of the hosts that I was competing with, who actually won, congratulations to him! I think his name is Bobby. Uh, <laughs> we one of the topics we were arguing about was was stripping, was stripping, and a lot of the male uh, co-hosts that were competing with me as well they were very homophobic about it they were just like and not just homophobic about it very misogynistic saying like oh how do you how do you explain that to your son or your daughter and i looked at bobby like how'd you explain it like and he was he was definitely defending his his profession that he was in magic mike over there but uh and he was was a good chiseled guy good looking guy Brett stunk a little bit not gonna lie but uh he was really cool and i'm glad he got it and I'm glad he was defending that position Because it, like I said It put me in my place, Cardi B Stripping's a regular profession And I have defended prostituting before And I have degraded Possibly because this This chick that like almost ruined my life Oh man She's probably one of the reasons why I don't like strippers But now I do Now Cardi B, you brought it to a level You you have redeemed stripping hood You have made it A, a A valuable profession to me Because you would produce Cardi B Cardi B is wonderful She's so funny (laughs) She's like talking about sucking dick on a beach And she's still making money Still making money And that's what I want to be doing I want to be talking about All types of nonsense And still going about my day And to that girl that got me in trouble One day I'm going to come to your strip club And I'm going to throw a bunch of quarters I'm too broke to be throwing Any type of hate money at you man so I can't be doing that. And you, you still suck. Yes, I, I still think you suck for making me go through what I went through. I'm not even going to get into details like that because it was a very legal situation. But it's good that you get to keep up with a little bit of it. Just a little bit. And like I said, watch out for them quarters, bitch. What the fuck did I just hear? Seven. The last Huge issue, but I just... This, from my experience in dealing with this, uh, we need to set a nationwide understanding about the problem. This is very real. This drug is dangerous. You cannot play with it. It's not funny. It's not something to laugh about. Good people don't smoke marijuana. And good people don't look like Keebler elves. Damn. That is, uh, that, you know, when somebody said that, I was like, holy shit. All the times that somebody called somebody a Keebler elf, I want to take it back. Because Jeff Sessions is the fucking Keebler elf. You just put that hat on, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Jeff Sessions, Jeff Sessions. What the heck, What can I say about you that everybody else hasn't said, you fucking douchebag? I can't believe that we're still... I, there are two wars three three wars and a sub war that I feel that we are fighting like it's Vietnam you know that like it was pointless it was pointless this war on terrorism pointless so the war on terrorism is a useless war the war on drugs is a useless war the sub War of that with the war on drugs is definitely marijuana. So if you were going to stop the whole war on drugs, I'd be down with it. And if you were not down with it, the one that I would have to choose, the prohibition to be lifted, would be fucking pot. I didn't even know I had to say that. That's so crazy that people are still... I I work in the cannabis industry and it's true about what they say about cannabinoids and the over the hundred stimulants that are in it it doesn't even stimulate you actually it is something that relaxes you and doesn't intoxicate you so I'm not even talking about the recreational which I use I, I, love, I love weed love weed, sorry like anybody like job wise listening out there I like it just as much as people like beer and I don't even drink that much I'm just chilling so I want the world to be chilling and Jeff Sessions does not want you to be chilling he doesn't want Vermont to be chilling. He doesn't want California to be chilling, and he definitely doesn't want New York. So that's why the industry is changing. That's why my life is changing in so many ways. Um, I can't get into too many details. Sorry, guys. I know I get real with you, but you know, something that I keep on the breast. But uh, lately, uh, the pick for attorney general, same guy that got called out by Coretta Scott King, the wife of Martin Luther King Jr. Sorry, I had to say that to some people, but there's some people out there that that need Black History Month to tell you anybody that was significant that was black in this country. So in 1986, she wrote a letter saying that, to to, um, discredit Jeff Sessions saying that he was, most of his laws that he had tried to lobby for and tried to push policy for was racist. He was huge on racism. predicated on racism and Alabama he's always still been involved with the the state in, in the Senate and you know trying to shove it off to Roy Moore and Luther Strange other people that are on the fringe and with extreme right conservatism so that's that's where we are and the and one of the issues he is battling very hard is to discredit the states and to take away the coal memo that was done in, I believe 2013 by Obama, dismissing any federal involvement with these states. I mean, he wasn't like making it law, but he was putting out a memo saying that these states could be left alone, just leave them alone, let them run their economy. It's funny that the GOP, the conservatives out there, I, tell, I told people on my other show, I'm an independent, so I, I try not to subscribe to anything I try to be open minded to those things But everybody says that shit So who knows Whatever you think that I'm doing is what I'm doing I guess But um, I find it funny that these conservatives Want limited government But yet they want to tell us What fucking shit we're, we're allowed to consume they, they don't say shit about sugar They don't say anything about fat They don't give a shit that like a quarter of this country Is dying from heart disease and strokes And shit like that But as long as we're not having a hippie good time Go fuck yourself, Jeff Sessions. God damn, I'm sorry that I'm like off the fringe with this, but like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I didn't even mention to you the third one that I feel. And he's, he's totally on the other side of the spectrum with this for me, too. The war on abortions. The war on abortions. That's a third freaking war. I think that's fucking pointless. Over 75% of this country, at one point or another, has supported the right for a woman to choose whether she wants to go on in life and there are people out there that are going to argue with me and they're usually from the middle states and the south that are going to be like or somewhere in Wasilla, Alaska or something like that they're going to be like, oh you're killing babies and this and that anybody that feels that way I would love to see a conservative that actually follows up with these babies that they're they're trying to save that are at conception all these 20 week rules and shit like that. Rick Perry. Yo, I saw this shirt one time that'll encapsulate that whole thing. It was a shirt that said, If I wanted the government in my vagina, I'd fuck a senator. So true. So poignant. Sometimes you need that raw vagininess to just let you know where you are in life. Vagina's always put me in check, to be honest. A dick never puts me in that direction. Vaginas always get me on the right track. But the one vagina that can't make me do anything special with my life is the special vagina, Jeffrey Sessions. Coming at you hot and really old and really cold. You need to get the hell out of here, Jeff. Don't let the door hit you or the good Lord split you. And go keep up and do something, keep something up there up something up that ass what the fuck did he just say? now you know damn well unfortunately your president has brought twitter from dead twitter was never dead, twitter was always having its, its own niche bringing us uh, information pretty quickly quicker than I get information anywhere else to be honest so you have to decipher through it. There's people with lots of opinions, just like there is everywhere. There's not denaliable the, the facts. That's cool. You know, I, I, I like the formation of ideas anyway, but a lot of idiots get to the forefront when it comes to, uh, bringing awareness to some theories or that's, that's shitty. So again, unfortunately, I have to talk about your president and Cheo. Uh, Donald Trump, who I've said this before, is actually was actually raised in Jamaica Estates, and I, I live in the Jamaica area. Shout out to Southside Jamaica Queens. Um, we are one. Of the, we have the most dense area of black home ownership. So right across from Hillside Avenue is Jamaica Estates, where there is way less black ownership because they are million dollar homes. And not to say that I don't want my African-American brethrens to afford that. It's just that America doesn't really like that. So, you know, red taping and uh, selling fake deeds and stuff like that. That wasn't really the case in this area. And so, you could see that. You could see that. Very Afro-Caribbean neighborhood. But like I said, right across from Hillside Avenue was Jamaica Estates. And that's where the yuppies lived and that's where you guys breeded old Donald Trump. And, uh, he brings me to this tweet that I I had to say what the fuck was he saying, like... This category is unique. This category is unique. I, I take really pride. This is my favorite one. It's, it's what the fuck I say, or what the fuck someone else could say. And we just look at this person, just, in Marvel. Like, how are they able, who, who's tying their shoes? Who's tying their shoes for them? Who's writing your raps? Is it Biggie? Not I'm joking. But, oh, yeah, I even heard that Donald Trump's uh, Twitter is written by his lawyer. They're approved by him, obviously, but they're written by his lawyer. So that, like, even when he said something about... Uh, yeah, anytime he said something that's treasonous, he can't really get shunned for it because it's his lawyer. So his lawyer really takes the, the brunt of it whenever uh, something like that goes down. So sorry if I, like got too deep into it, but here's a tweet that uh, that really stood out to me, it was on January 2nd, along with that nuclear button tweet that day, I'm not even going to get into that, but uh, here's the one that stuck out to me, I will be announcing the most dishonest and corrupt media awards of the year on Monday, 5 o'clock. Subjects will cover dishonesty and bad reporting in various categories from the fake news media. Stay tuned. Now, this particular tweet from Donald's Donny Boy uh, troubled me a little bit because I wanted I want to uh, make this pretty clear. I do not ever ever uh, condone state sponsored news. And again, another hypocrisy from conservatives and red states and Republicans is that uh, that they don't support that. They are totally supporting that if they're supporting this president. This president is trying to tell you that whatever news does not come from him is not is not real news. And anything that is uh, belittling him or showing the clinks in his, the chinks in his armor, is being discredited and being defamed, like the New York Times and the Washington Post. And uh, any CNN, I just saw this interview with Jake Tapper and Stephen Miller. They're going at it because your boy said that uh, he was a genius. He was like a genius and that he's a very stable-minded person because there's been inquiries about his mental health. There has to be this guy like fucking at like 3 in the morning is tweeting like me. No shit. Well, matter <laughs> why I aspire to be in politics one day. I I worked with my cousin on her uh on her endeavors in New Orleans. She's doing very well. She's tweeting little biracial babies. That makes me a little happy. It makes me a lot of a lot of happy actually. But back to back to this fucking tweet like I don't sponsor state news. Like we can do funny news, we can do comedy news, satire, we can do all that. But like, there has to be some stable fact in there. And, uh, and it can not be coming from the administration. He, I was a big fan of Obama, but if Obama came out on Twitter and was like, yo, you gotta listen to everything I'm saying, no. Never tried to sway our opinion in that, in that manner. Uh, yeah, was he going for his agenda? Of course. But he, st- he still left the ultimate decision to us. And Trump doesn't give us that opportunity and people like him don't give us that opportunity and to be honest he's really unique because even Bush wasn't doing that kind of stuff and uh, none of the presidents I can even think of so I hate to hate to stay on that motherfucker but he's ruining your country so you gotta do something about it and you gotta keep up you gotta keep up with what's going on in this world and uh, right now he's what's going on in this world he's almost ending up on your Time magazines And he's the same guy that was, you know, beefing with Amorosa on a fucking reality show. So that just lets you know where we are right now. But if you keep up, you will be on the come up of brand new information. And information that is from all over the place. Because that's where we are. We're diverse. I like, I even go on Fox News. I, I saw this, this stat showing the, the, um the job creation, which favored Obama, it did, and it was coming from Fox News. Like, I can't I can't always, I gotta look, and sometimes I'm looking, I'm not even gonna lie, I see New York Times and CNN, sometimes they have some bogus reporting, but that's why you shouldn't subscribe to any news program. Like, is CNN more credible than Fox? Yeah, but are they more credible than BBC? No. Is BBC more credible than, uh, than Rotor's? no, Getty Images, no, there are straight up sources, PBS, there are straight up sources that are better, in my opinion, so, never get your news from one source, and never get your news from Twitter, and never get your news from Donald Trump's Twitter, just like any podcast host or social media influencer, which I'm trying to be for you guys, uh, you have to follow my social media accounts still of insane is most of them still of insane three is facebook i just came out with my own website it's still insane.com i am a voiceover artist first i'm a podcast uh to you guys i'm trying to bring out great content i'm gonna move over to youtube also try to develop some content there um i you know I was about to say something that's probably going to be on another episode, but fuck that. But once again, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, Try to get more followers there. I'm very interactive too, man. I will, I'm like Cardi B. I'm like Cardi B. I'm like Cardi B. Cardi V? No, I'm joking. No, no Cardi V in this. I'm not trying to bite off, uh, you know, big tits McGee. But uh, once again, follow those things and you'll be fine and dandy. So here we go with my next catchphrase, my next end line. Never stay in your lane. Keep up, but still insane. Time to break out.